Welcome to the Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We are on episode 43, the very best one yet. Shout out to my podcast team, Ambiguous Network, and fellow pods on there, including You Mad Bro, the Sam Bustle Podcast, and GDP, Goal Driven Professionals. Where to find more about the network, head over to ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. If you're interested in joining the network, reach out to Will and his team. So if this is your first episode with us, your seventh ep- episode that you're listening to, or right on track with episode 43. We appreciate you following us on our podcast journey and sharing this episode with a friend and give us a quick review and rating. Virtual high five for you in advance. So speaking of podcasting, creating podcasts and listening to them, a great time getting in touch with one of the best podcasters around the world. So today's episode, I get to talk to this new special guest to share his story. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Martin Johnson. <laughs> okay, I'll just say Martin. He'll, he'll introduce his last name later. But Martin is the podcast host of Watata, a podcast discussing everyday topics while having fun with his close friends and guests sharing their stories. He currently lives and works in the Netherlands. Overall, great person to have on our show today. So welcome, Martin. Thank you very much, Kelly. Thank you for the great introduction. And yes, indeed, uh, I have a very difficult last name. Uh, it's properly pronounced as Terdenge, uh, but it's a bit its a bit much. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. I'm 34 years old, by the way. I'm from the east of the Netherlands. And yeah, I'm uh, professionally, I'm a copywriter. Um, and in my spare time, I'm a musician. I play the drums, percussion and guitar. Uh, I use my computer to make music and... Um, Whatever time I've left, I dedicate to uh, a language and one language in particular, and that's Low Saxon. Uh, Low Saxon is a regional language in the Netherlands and in the north of Germany. So, uh, yeah, and I do that by writing uh, for the Low Saxon Wikipedia. I write columns in the local newspaper. I run a blog called Weltsprache, which means world language. And um, yeah, I make two podcasts, actually. So, Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, definitely. Thanks so much for coming on our show today. You are a true daily grinder. As you can tell from the introduction, lots of stuff going on, lots of great content, mm-hmm. doing a lot of great things in the world out here today. So uh, I guess first and foremost, how did you become interested in podcasting? Um, uh, as I said, um, Low Saxon uh, is, is a regional language and... Um, uh, it's not very standardized, so you don't have a standard English, uh, like like standard English or standard Dutch or whatever. Uh, there's no standard Low Saxon, so there's this ongoing feud, if you will, uh, about how to write it. And uh, one of the voices that rang out was, uh, well, you shouldn't write it, you should speak it. And this was around the time that podcasting really took off so i said well yes uh, i want to preserve this language i want to do something with it i want to do it regularly uh, so the quickest way uh, to do that is by just speaking it into a microphone which is podcasting so there you go 
yeah, pretty straightforward, obviously. Uh, you have a background in writing, uh, you know, creating content, things like that as a copywriter. Mm -hmm. How did you become interested in that whole area? Did you have that interest as a kid or um, through school? Like for, for the language as a whole or? Um, uh, I've always been into languages. Um, uh, I, I grew up speaking two uh, closely related, so standard Dutch and uh, low Saxon. Um, but the low Saxon bit was always a bit like, uh, you shouldn't do that because, uh, it's a, it's, it's not good for you and, and all that. So there was a lot of stigma around speaking that language. Uh, while at the same time, my parents spoke it freely among themselves, uh, and, uh, me as a, well, a sensitive, sensitive to language person, uh, I grew interested in English. So I started to learn English and traveled the world, um, ended up in Ireland for a bit. That's where my outrageous accent comes from. And um, yeah, and when I came back, I heard the people speak low Saxon and I thought, this isn't an ugly language. This is beautiful. Uh, why are people saying this is this is ugly and we shouldn't do it? Uh, so um, and this was a part of me. So people, uh, yeah, indirectly said to me, uh, a part of you is ugly and uh, doesn't matter. And yeah, I've, I felt like I should do something about that. And so I got into this. Uh, I started Googling, of course. Uh, what is this language that I speak? Because it didn't really, didn't even have a name. Um, and then I discovered uh, it, it's called Low Saxon uh, or Low German in Germany. And there's a Wikipedia. And I noticed there's work to be done. So uh, I decided to, you know, give it my best and uh, I noticed that there's lots of things lacking from the way we we tackle these things uh, so uh, I started well I, I could complain about it but I could also you know pick it up myself so there you go and it got worse and worse and <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's cool so how many so how many languages do you currently speak or um, can conversate with right now um uh, I think uh, to a more or less uh, proficiency, you know, um, uh, my, my two um, native languages are Dutch and Low Saxon, which are very closely related. Um, I live close to Germany, so uh, German is around the corner, literally. And um, I studied English, so there's English. And um, since I got into the history of Low Saxon, uh, we used to have back 500 years ago there used to be a very big trading community with the Scandinavian countries so um, I found out that I already speak half Norwegian I only need to learn the other half because Norwegian borrows heavily from Low Saxon so uh, yeah that's five languages and I'm currently trying to learn a few more but uh, yeah we'll get to that <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome that you're able to communicate with a lot of different people um, and share your story, obviously, and, mm -hmm. um, you know, build on your mediums, which is great. I think that's such a great accomplishment. Um, I struggle a little bit learning Spanish <laughs> in high school. I haven't taken anything in college, but I'm looking to build um, learning French again. I haven't. French. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That Of course, if you're living in the U.S., the uh, uh, there's this general fear of of uh, of languages while in fact they you know they they make your life richer and um you know go for it really uh, french is a beautiful language 
Spanish is beautiful. Every language ha is beautiful in its own special way. So go for it. Yeah, and it be it's beneficial both from a career perspective, both personal and business. Or mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I've learned a different language, and now, now I'm talking to you at the other end of the world. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a perfect example right here. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, tell us a little bit more about your, your podcast and how, I guess, how, you, how you just start. You have two podcasts? That's right. Yeah. Um, well, the first one I, uh, I explained, of course, was um, it started from a feud like uh, I wanted I wanted to, you know, dole out the information like Matt and uh, tell people all about this beautiful language in this language. Uh, so uh, I'm a bit of a language nerd. So it, it's on the topic of language and not everyone who wants to speak a language is necessarily interested in, uh, you know, the inner workings of that language. They just want to use it to communicate to people. And uh so uh, it quickly became very serious and very, you know, thorough. And um, then I started thinking, well, uh, there's a part of me who is very, you know, lively and uh, I love to make fun and, and have good banter with people. And um, yeah, I, uh, I decided I need to, you know, perhaps start a second podcast um, in which we just entertain the people. Uh, through the, through the low Saxon language, so we you know we hit two flies in in one swat, so to, as as we call it. But yeah, um, hit kill two birds with one stone. That's I think that's the English uh, expression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I asked my friend um, Herbert, which uh, who yeah we've been we've been friends for like twenty five years, and uh, we were in a marching band together. And uh, we both got married and, uh, yeah, uh, drifted apart a little bit. We didn't see each other as often as we did, but we always enjoyed, you know, the banter going on between us. And that's uh, really a cultural thing that's ingrained in the, um, in the Low Saxon language as well. It's, it's very useful or very fit for banter, for having a laugh. And, uh, yeah, we just wanted to entertain people, have them have a laugh and... Uh, it also uh, coincided with COVID-19, so there you go, because um, I think it was about a month before the whole thing started, I said to him, what, how would you feel about, you know, starting a podcast with me, uh, doing a bit of banter, just having an hour of fun, and uh, then COVID struck, and um, yeah, so uh, the uh, lockdown rules are a bit more free over here so we're allowed to go out and meet as long as it's not more than three people at once so uh, we could you know meet together and get together in uh in one room and we'd set up a microphone and there you go there there's our podcast and our the entire first episode is about what should we call our episode so or what should we call our podcast that's what it's basically all about and you know it really took off and people loved it because um uh, we presented it as being an hour of banter, an hour of, you know, uh, being together, uh, having your general, um, yeah, your general conversation stuff, what usually goes on in low Saxon homes if COVID wasn't here. So, um, yeah, so uh, usually the, the elderly, especially, they're, they're in lockdown, they're quarantined and they're, you know, we we can't get to them, especially my co-host. Um, 
uh, he did a bit of a photography. He's a, he's a freelance photographer. And um, he did a, yeah, sort of a fundraiser where uh, with, a, with a few photographers went out to the, the homes of the elderly uh, where he did uh, photo shoots of the elderly uh, with a drone. And they couldn't get out. He said, basically, it's like a prison for them. And it really got to him. And he said, we need to do do something, you know, get their mind, get their minds off things. So we started this podcast as a way of, you know, uh, offering them some, you know, um, some time away from it all. You know, just just some banter and some some good stuff. And it really took off. So uh, currently we're at, uh, I think it's about 1,014 listeners in just seven episodes. So. Yeah, it really took off. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I was. I started. I tried to listen to one or two episodes. I had to use uh, Google Translate a lot, unfortunately. But <laughs> I did get to, you know, I get to um, translate, you know, the laughs and the entertainment. I love the the audio clips and things that you add in. I think it adds a personal mm-hmm. touch, and it makes me feel like I'm like in the same room as you, like you talking about it. Or um, I can tell it's very cheery, upbeat, um, positive, which is what we need right now having mm-hmm. a positive mindset going into this whole COVID lockdown. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think it's really important. And uh, it's cool. It's like brand new, seven episodes in. You're doing a really great job. Uh, yeah, so how did the Watata name came about? Was that something you brainstormed right away? <laughs> um, yeah, we were discussing, like, uh, what should we call it? And um, uh, at one point during the first episode, my wife comes in and she brings us coffee. And I say, Watata. And it, it basically means, uh, what's that then? Uh, so it's, it's a bit of a, yeah, it's a bit of a abbreviated form of what's that then? And uh, yeah, we, you, can, you can use it for basically any situation, like what's that then? Uh, what, what are you saying? Or like, it's just a, a, sh- a short form of a, a regular sentence you hear all the time. So um, yeah, and um, we didn't decide on the name just then, but only after we hit the uh, stop record button, then we said the name should be Watata. <laughs> so uh, it's great. I love it. It's like in your interest too. You guys, you say it in different um, tones, and I think it just adds to like that's the good uh, branding. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you on the branding, the logo. Yeah, and exactly. And the logo, I've I've made the logo myself, and I made it as ugly as possible. And uh, yeah, it's 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 really it it really catches your eye, and it really makes you say, "What's that then?" Because it really represents nothing. It's just a blob. And uh, I I made it in five minutes or so, and um, it works like a dream because everyone who sees it says, "What's that then?" And uh, some see the uh, the uh, the Playboy bunny in it. <laughs> And I say, yeah, it's just like a um, uh, whatever your frame of reference is, really, because uh, <laughs> because uh, I've had some Americans on the Anchor uh, .fm um, uh, Facebook group say it looks like a hurricane symbol, but uh, we don't get hurricanes here, so we, I'd never seen a hurricane symbol. And now that you mention it, yes, it does look like a hurricane symbol a bit, but not exactly. So you, it still applies like. Watata. And <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, we have to watch out now for you coming, you're coming towards the US or something. <laughs> yep. Yet another language to learn for you. 
Yeah, exactly. I should st- I should start learning adding your language to my uh my my checklist of languages <laughs> I need to learn. Get on Duolingo or something. Mhm. Yeah, it's not on Duolingo. That's that's the um it's not. And that's one of the reasons I I'm I'm so active, so uh, actively promoting its use because uh, people tend to think very badly about this language and it just is, you know, it's like any other language and um uh, but but uh, yeah, for some reason people feel very bad about it. So, uh, and I I try to make people feel better about it. And I've we've actually had some young people uh, say to us, ah, "It's great what you're doing." And uh, actually, what the language uh, is very beautiful, and um, I'd love to learn to speak it. So there you go. That's uh, a positive side effect of this whole podcast thing. So that was lovely, lovely to hear from from youngsters as well. Definitely, yeah. I was just gonna ask, like, uh, do you, can you share with our listeners from your podcast, like, any really great content um, from people tuning in to your episodes, things of that? I'm assuming you've had a good amount of people with the over a thousand listeners reach out to you, telling you thanks for you know inspiring me, keeping me well, things. Of mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, um, we actually had one one man uh, responding like um, he was always, always a bit of uh, he, he wrote. Um, yeah, his, his comments weren't always that positive, but he kept responding. And um, at the same time, he said, well, uh, you, you, you mentioned somewhere that this is for lonely people. And uh, to be honest, I'm actually pretty lonely. So, uh, yeah, that was very yeah heartwarming to hear that we had a positive imp- impact on him despite his you know his crankiness or whatever yeah he, w- he was a bit lonely and he just needed some contact some uh yeah that was his way of of reaching out really so um so yeah that was really positive and um uh, we've we've heard from people saying uh one of the, one of the, the the subjects during the show is uh old words because low saxon is a very old language and we you know we just pick out we dig up a word uh, a word that hasn't been used for ages and we just uh, discuss it and see if we can fit it back in the real world really and um that's that's one point and um since uh the world hasn't stopped and uh, new developments new technology has evolved you know uh we we get games and 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 all that stuff and usually what we do in dutch as well as in low saxon is uh copy the original word in english so we get a lot of influx from english words in in dutch and in low saxon so um wait there's basically two thoughts about that you could say that's a good thing because it makes our language uh, it, it renews everything uh, or we you could just say well that's just shameless copying and uh, we have a perfectly fit language to describe these things ourselves but yeah um, and we really made uh, the the youngsters uh, we asked them every week to think about something uh, that you currently mention in English like uh a game console, you know, like the the controller for for uh, video games. What would you call that in Low Saxon? There isn't a Low Saxon name for that. So, start playing with that language. Start developing your own vocabulary, and uh, that's uh, how you renew a language. You you can be sentimental about um, losing old words, but you don't lose them for nothing. It just means that they're not necessary anymore. 
like for instance uh, if you have some some technology uh, some farm technology like uh, from from a hundred years ago uh, farming uh, current farming is totally different from what it used to be so we don't need the jargon the the old words we don't need them anymore so um, yeah that's that's a different way of thinking about it <laughs> but this is very technical stuff in regards to um the old words and then having new words because just the world continually changes, technology is improving. We need those words in our dictionary. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, I think English uh, is, uh, English is a beautiful language. I, I wouldn't have learned it otherwise. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and it's a very useful language, but yeah, it's just one of, one of many. There's 7,000 languages in the world. So, uh, yeah, we're a bit in the in the Netherlands. We're um, we're very, yeah, focused on getting our English right, while in fact we have other neighbors as well. So, well, you know, the the German suffers from it. Our uh, our general knowledge of German is in decline. Our general knowledge of French is in decline, and uh, all because we all think English is, uh, you know, the world language, which it isn't, in my opinion. It's good to speak it, you know, but it's, it shouldn't be the only thing. Yeah, de- definitely. I think language um, to, in today's age is used in, there's a lot of different languages out there being used in business and just in general in communication. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's really important to branch out. Um, if you're a listener on this podcast that only, you know, currently speaks one language at this time, I'd be, I'd challenge you to learn another language. I think it's important. Yeah, um, it kind of expands, absolutely. Yeah, expands your network. Um, be able to you know possibly achieve other goals that you haven't you thought you weren't in reach of so i think it's really important um that's why it's on my objective list i'm trying to do something Mm -hmm. one at a time don't you know don't make a crazy idea but you know anything's possible to be honest there's a lot of different resources out there to learn languages yeah exactly it it really broadens your horizons um like uh one famous famous philosopher once said um Every every language is a is a different uh, window into the world, a different uh, look on life. Uh, so if you want to, you know, get a broader perspective of what life is like, uh, learn from other cultures, learn from other people as well, and that's a very uh, interesting way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, and even to uh, being able to listen to these podcast podcast uh, the daily grind or watata and if you're learning that specific language it helps you know increase and kind of understand watching tv watching movies reading etc etc things to help you uh, improve your uh, literacy to those languages that you're learning so uh keep on on grinding out there daily grinders and such yes indeed um yeah and and uh, uh we're social beings right we're humans uh, we we need interaction we, and and the more people you get to know the richer your life becomes uh, especially if you if the the bar- barrier of language is taken away if you you know open up to people um it really yeah i know broadens your horizons really. and yeah currently um learning my sixth language <laughs> uh i i yeah as a goal, I set myself, at the, by the end of the year, I want to be uh, having a, a basic knowledge of Irish, Gaelic, you know, like the Celtic language. But that really is very hard. And uh, I haven't really gotten any further than the absolute basics like colors and pronouns and, and all that. So, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a hard goal. Really interesting. That's great. <laughs> yeah. 
and I think I think it it would interest a lot of your um, your US listeners who believe they're somewhat Irish. So yeah, it's 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 really really a hard yeah a hard language to learn, but very uh, rewarding so far yeah so. that's great i can believe it uh my name actually my first name kelly i believe is the irish background but i'm unfortunately i'm not irish i did go to did visit dublin last year on a year live there yeah so i'm i want to go visit again i got it was basically like a layover i was there just i i was um in there in the morning i had to leave at night and i transferred over to italy but um checked out the guinness Guinness uh, <laughs> did the tour uh, and walked around as much as I could. But yeah, definitely want to visit back again. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to visit Europe again too after all this lockdown and travel restrictions are off. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, more. Do it. Yeah, for sure. More more traveling down the road. But yeah, I want to get us back to um, you know, podcasting and uh, how uh, myself and Martin connected. So we connected on the Anchor Facebook group. Uh, which is for uh, podcasters out there uh, that mm-hmm. have a podcast via that uh, anchor.fm. Um, but Martin over here, he's he's killing it with his, with <laughs> his, his, his <laughs> podcast. So I want I, I would like Martin to share his his expertise and things that he's learned from you know doing seven episodes today and more to come, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be great for you to share your your tips and tricks on how to you know improve improve episodes if you have a podcast and things like that sure thing um yeah i, I think the, the the most important thing to know is that you you have to be consistent in everything you do um at first if you decide decide to go podcasting uh you're very excited and you think wow i'm, I'm on this you know in this flow of, of you know talking and talking and, and getting things done uh but yeah you're starting to grow a little audience but at some some point in 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 your podcasting career um yeah it's it's going to be a burden it's going to be a drag and you have to keep it interesting for yourself and uh, you know work up the the yeah the will to come and um so yeah for us we we don't have a very uh, hard concept we because we just start talking and hit record and uh, that's it but uh, for you uh, i think for you as well because you have a very specific niche for your podcast you have the daily grind for motivation and you need to find the speakers and the, and the guests um uh, people tend to forget that or or think lightly of it um but it's it's hard work really and especially uh if you want to do something with the uh, with the audio quality later on, um, and I'm I'm very picky about that, and um, I I want it to be good, you know, and um, maybe cut out a few arms because I tend to use a lot of arms. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, so you want it to be top notch, really, and um, so yeah, you have to you have to be consistent, and. If you if you know in advance you can't make it every week, you should uh, well choose choose a different frequency frequency of posting. Really, uh, some people post uh, bi monthly and and there's an audience for that. Some people post weekly. There's an audience for that. I I don't know how much you post. I think it's once a week. Yeah, that's that's a lot of work, uh, especially if you know preparing and and all that. So. Um, Kudos to you for keeping it up because you're in 
you're in 40 weeks now some something like that yeah this is uh oh my gosh i'm forgetting what episode we're at <laughs> yeah some something like that i i 43 yeah episode 43 40 43 weeks of of podcasting that's yeah that it's quite an achievement and people tend to forget that it's, they just listen to what you say and they think yeah they they think nothing of it but it's actually a lot of a lot of work to get these things online and for us it's just simp- simply hitting record um um and 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 posting it a few a few hours later after me um yeah no pick cup copy and pasting in the the show music which we also made ourselves um so yeah uh you have to you have to f- find a, a proper a frequency for yourself which you can stick to because uh it, yeah like i said multiple times already it's a lot of work and um you know at first you're you're all excited about it and uh you get your friends involved and every everyone around you and your family and you say look i made this podcast and your first episode is going to be fantastic and everybody loves it um but after one episode they're going to decide whether it's for them or not so your uh, your audience is going to drop and uh, you have yeah don't be phased by it really you have to keep it up and just keep going because you're going to see a drop after the first episode our first episode is still the best episode ever because it's been played for almost 300 times and the rest are around 140 or 150 times uh so yeah you have to um keep up your enthusiasm really and uh for you because you 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 run a lot of hosts i mean you run a lot of guests you have a lot of guests so you you have to invite the guests prepare them and yeah uh so uh you really don't think it's just sitting down and hit record because it's a, it's a lot more than that and you need to advertise which we did quite well um and that's the third point uh, you have to advertise like mad uh because um yeah ours was was because we were we were so locally oriented uh there wasn't much going on locally so we <laughs> we hit the spot you know um uh, uh we we filled the gap like there wasn't much going on in our little town so uh we posted this online and there uh we shared it with all our friends i happen to have a uh some 800 friends on facebook so i got them involved uh, my co-host also has uh quite a large following because he's a, a wedding photographer and um he's all he has all these uh couples who follow him and uh all of these uh photo photo enthusiasts and yeah he's he's right in the center of the community because uh he does family shoots and all that so he he gets a lot of families involved as well so uh yeah so that uh that's one point but then uh after you post your uh podcast um people are going to forget about it or not everyone is online at the same time. So uh, you might think everybody will see my podcast. Well, they won't. And uh, you need to repost it several times a week and um, uh, take snippets from it or present it as a, a as an image, like uh, some quotable things from this podcast. You can share them online and uh, say, make people see like, yeah, this is what was said in this podcast. 
Uh, if you want to know more, check it out. Here it is. And so that gives you another opportunity to post it. Um, one thing we did was really funny. Um, uh, we just discussed people. Like, uh, we just say, you know, I, uh, I went to speak to our friend uh, last week and, uh, oh, he was, uh, he was doing this and that. And then we have an opportunity to tag that person. And that piques their interest, of course, like, oh, they're discussing me. What's going on? So they're going to listen to the episode. Even if you do it right at, this, at the end of the episode, they're going to listen to the entire episode to see where am I. Um, so, and, you know, everybody wants to hear about themselves. So we just talk about people or just mention them briefly and they're, they're just loving it. And especially since it's such friendly banter. Uh, they're they're bound to love it. I think you know what are these guys are on about. It's just a, a collection of of dad jokes and and really really s- stupid stuff. So <laughs> that's no, that's great. I I love it. Um, I think this is really good advice and tips for new um podcasters out there. People that are thinking about even starting their podcast or um currently have their own podcast and they want to improve it even more. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just in summary. Uh, so being consistent. Um, mm-hmm. having a really good audio quality um, mm-hmm. and also being able to advertise market a ton um yeah mm-hmm. i definitely want to kudos to you on all your um all your presence on facebook and across other social media platforms uh with the different uh, that hit me uh i hit the nail on the head in regards to uh the different images and putting the quotes and tagging people in um, mm-hmm. So, uh, can you explain a little bit more to, um, you got in touch with local businesses. I think this is a mm-hmm. good uh, tip that we could uh, share with our listeners out there. So, you're able to partner with local businesses to help promote your podcast as well? Mm-hmm. Of course. We we already knew who we were going to mention in our podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, we selected them in, in advance and we know, uh, yeah... They speak Low Saxon as well, and uh, they're familiar with the concept of, of banter and how this works in our language, right? So they love to hear that, and um, they everybody can do it here. It's like the Irish say, uh, what the Irish say about the gift of the gap, you know? It's just banter and, you know, this this to-and-fro jousting game of, of making fun of each other in a friendly manner. And... Um, uh, at one point, I think the first episode, we, we had one microphone and we were, you know, really huddled around the microphone, uh, bending in into each other's auras, really. And uh, uh, we said, we could do with a second microphone. And uh, someone picked it up and he said, I'm going to sponsor your microphone. Oh, fantastic. So a week later, we had two microphones. Uh, but then we mentioned something about the acoustics in the room, uh, like they were really bad and, you know, the sound bouncing up the walls and, and all that. And I'm, I'm very particular about acoustics in a room. <laughs> so um, said, yeah, we need a sponsor for that. And uh, whoa, fantastic. And uh, at, at one point we said, like, uh, well, we could do with some nice pie or something like that. And uh, one, lo- one local bakery said, all right, you'll have some pie from us. And... <laughs> That's how that's how the ball got rolling, and uh, there was this um, uh, a print shop, and they uh, said, "I'll I'll print some stickers for you uh, with your logo on it," and uh, there was we mentioned that, and some other one, uh, some other local business said, "All right, I'll sponsor the stickers for you. I'll pay them for you, so you can, so I can be on your show." And that's how the ball got rolling, and. Uh, at some point, uh, I think in the the the, the 
the previous episode, so not the the seventh, uh, but the sixth, um, we said there was something going on in in uh, in the city center here, in the town center. Um, um, they're you know redecorating it, and there's been a local architect uh, who's been who's been doing that. So we mentioned him, and we said you're doing a great job. Or, or at first we 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 made some banter like. Uh, um, who is he to decide what our city is going to look like? And then he said, oh, no, we should be positive about him because he might sponsor us. And uh, we tagged him. And, and I think uh, uh, about a day later, he said, all right, I'm going to sponsor you. You're going to have 150 euros for me. <laughs> so that's how that works over here. But I can't say it will work over there. But um, yeah, that's that's everybody loves banter. Yeah, I think I think so too. I, I think it's great. And like what you mentioned before, like people like when they hear their hear their own name or a shout mm-hmm. out um, on podcasting or even across any social media. If you tag someone in a Facebook post or tag them in the Instagram, uh, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but I think those are really great and you have to be flexible. So like you have these new creative ideas that come about or people respond back to you. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you have to be open to change and somehow these actually work out for the better. Uh, lots mm-hmm. of great stories to tell too. And um, it sounds like things are really going well with like those unique uh, different uh, tags or mentions with businesses. Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned earlier with the doing the photo shoot via drone uh, with the elderly residents. I think these are mm-hmm. really creative ideas that you haven't like from uh, like if you just look in podcasting in general from, you know, initial standpoint, you wouldn't think of those at, at the mm-hmm. beginning, but these create these crazy creative ideas are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really have my co-host to thank for that because he's really creative with these kinds of things. Uh, like one at one point, uh, I love what he did because he uh, he had little pencils made with his business name on it. Who wants a who wants a pencil? Like, but he he lost them all somehow. And he, he at one point he took them to I don't know how it works over there, but do you have like IKEA stores? And yeah, and one of, and one of the, uh, the 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 most uh, striking things about the IKEA store is that you can get these little pencils, like with IKEA on them, so you can mark down uh, what kind of stuff you'd like to order later on. And he just dropped his pencils in in these boxes in between the IKEA pencils, and <laughs> that was great guerrilla marketing. That's that's fantastic. And he just has all these kinds of stupid things with these pencils. He he even made a little animation with these pencils. Like he told a little story and he recorded it and um, um, he arranged his pencils like they were some sort of airplane and uh, like they were going on a holiday and all this this stupid stuff and people just watch that you know people watch watch anything and uh, they say oh you're right uh, just give me a pencil <laughs> I love him and it really it really took off uh, he's you know it's like oh yeah he's he's the guy from the pencils and people start to recognize him for it that's just fantastic then. Who would have thought? Yeah, exactly. That's great. I I love the unique ideas. These these are great. Gets the you know blood flowing. You know me brainstorming. Mm-hmm. Our listeners out there, like you know, that's how uh, different things just not just podcasting, but technology, different products and services, just how things explode. You think of one idea, it just leads to another, and a uh, snowball effect here and there. And exactly. Working. Yeah. Um, so I guess outside of podcasting, I know we talked a ton on podcasting, but what do you like to do outside of <laughs> podcasting? <laughs> outside of podcasting, um, yeah, I, um, uh, me and my co-host, we we know each other through music. Uh, 
I've been in a, uh, in a marching band. I know that's not a very cool thing in 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 America generally, but over here it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, we there, um, you know, I, I play the drums, and um, he's a brass player. He started out on trumpet, and now he's on bass, on uh, sousaphone, um, and and we're in this party band together, and um, we make we make yeah, we've been making music together for as long as we've known each other. So. Um, yeah, that's that's really great. So I love to make music. Um, I think when I was 15 years old, I said, um, I want to be able to play the guitar. So I bought a guitar and basically taught myself to play it a bit. So I still uh, approach it as if it's a drum. So <laughs> uh, I'm not really good at, you know, the finger picking styles, but uh, I know how to do the, um, the strumming stuff. So, um, yeah, so... And of course, since I do a lot of work on, on low Saxon and I, you want to use everything I do, I sort of dedicate to the preservation and the promotion of low Saxon. So I started to write uh, low Saxon songs uh, that took off. People, people knew, started to know about it. And um, yeah, I sort of became known for singing and, and, and making low Saxon music. So uh, there's not much going for, um, there's, there's not much out there when it comes to low Saxon and yeah. So it's it's an easy market in a sense. <laughs> Great. Yeah, no. If I search Low Saxon, it probably comes up with your name a ton now. I feel like probably. You're, yeah, you're probably one of the all-stars out there. <laughs> um but yeah, I guess with uh currently with the situations going on, how has um like COVID affected your daily grind? Uh well, as I said, I I'm I'm a a copywriter by profession and um yeah. Uh, until now, I think about one or two of my clients have said, well, we'll just hold off things until the COVID, you know, subsides and all that. Uh, but uh, writing, I, you know, I can write from any, any place around the world as long as I have Wi-Fi connection. So um, um, that basically means I'm at home a lot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, uh, business wise, I don't think uh, I've had a lot of trouble from COVID just yet i mean it is a little quieter uh than usually but i still have a lot to do so um i think march actually was one of my best months uh so far as, as a copywriter so uh i've i've really had a few good months so no complaining for me and uh yeah i i run this uh i i rent this uh little office space in a co-working space and um well everyone's at home so i can go there whenever i uh, i want and my wife is a freelancer as well so uh we're cooped up in here uh, together and it's yeah she's she's upstairs at the moment <laughs> in my office and uh yeah well we're doing great yeah no problems there Thanks. that's good to hear i guess yeah can you share with our uh american listeners like uh what's the situation over by you or what's like the latest and the update with COVID, are you guys close to being reopening or um, things like that? We've been on lockdown as well since March. Yeah, um, uh, we're in a sort of lockdown. Uh, we can still go out as long as we keep a safe distance. Um, I, I know that um, uh, up in Sweden, uh, they don't handle, they don't do anything about it. They just uh, go on as as usual. And there's some some critiques about that as well, but um, we, 
um, my parents, they're they're in the in the risk risky age, like between seventy and eighty years old. So um, we restrict our visits to them. Um, but uh, we as youngsters, you know, we're, we're fit and healthy and uh, we, we have, don't have much to fear. So um, uh, we, re- we restrict our visits, our social visits. Uh, but then again, my co-host comes over every week. So, and yeah, uh, his wife is a nurse. So, um, yeah, there's people are starting to protest, uh, you know, they're starting to protest a little bit. But not as not as fierce as over there because we we watch the news as well. So, uh, yeah, uh, not as fierce as with you. But uh, but that's I think it's because uh, we've been able to go out um, a bit. So uh, not in social places. Restaurants have closed down, and you know public life has come to a halt. Uh, but I think the latest was that we're uh, it's reopening as of June. I think slowly gradually and uh i've had a a haircut last week which was very nice (laughs) yes um because it was awful (laughs) i think that the whole screen would be filled with with hair but but, uh, yeah it's acceptable now yeah definitely um yeah we're we're hoping to get uh in chicago or uh midwest area too we're hoping to uh slowly open up uh starting in june as well or like a roll mm-hmm. you know uh 20 like uh increase in percentage over weeks essentially we have different phases uh mm-hmm. yeah i've had to add to my resume as a hairstylist i've cut my own hair as well as a few other people <laughs> you're a hairstylist uh, yeah uh, just just during this time just during this time. all right <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched some YouTube videos to help uh, with grooming because I had a few people, some of my family reach out to me because uh, since obviously the salons are closed uh, to help cut their hair. So I was like, sure, I'll learn how to do this. It's not that hard. Uh, so yeah, I just watched a uh, few videos. So I'm okay. But I feel uh, for those people who are out there that live by themselves, they probably are due for a haircut soon. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. uh, places open up in the next few weeks and Again, restaurants and things you can only do carry out or order beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think I think we're almost getting to a point where we'll slowly be able to open up and visit these mm-hmm. uh, small businesses and local restaurants and help support them uh, coming in person uh, during this time and yep. everything. So interesting. Yeah, I really must commend our uh, our local um, entrepreneurs, the restaurant keepers, and, and all that because they've they've proven to be very resilient when it comes to that. And, um, yeah, we've, we've done a lot of takeouts. Um, I know that's, that's quite usual in the U S but over here it isn't. Um, uh, we tend to cook every day ourselves, cut everything ourselves, fresh food. And, um, well, you know, to support them, we also do takeaways and, and, and all that. So then and they just come around and, you know, leave it at a for, at, a, at our doorstep and use, uh, use the internet to pay for them. So, we're 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 actually pretty um i think we're pretty lucky to be living in these days because we have so much privileges that you know if this if this happened like 50 years ago it would be so much more trouble for for the world so i I think in a way we're lucky that it is happening now Mm -hmm. that's true yeah really good point there uh with looking back versus what we're currently living in and everything 
uh, I know besides your podcast, do you have uh, to share with listeners just other maybe like books or other podcasts or things that you follow to help motivate them as well? Uh, I'm not much of a book reader. Uh, I know I should be. <laughs> uh, and I've read a lot of books, uh, but uh, the problem is I I tend to forget them. Because <laughs> uh, uh, um, it's it's one of the things my, my wife always complains about. You know, you remember we watched that film when, when this and that happened, and I'm like, no, I can't, can't recall. <laughs> yeah. um, but that said, um, I know you're a runner. And I, I, I go for a run myself occasionally. Um, and uh, wh- when I go running, I love to hear listen to the BBC podcasts and uh, I love to have a laugh. So I usually listen to the comedy section. And uh, one of the things I really loved was the uh, Dead Ringers. And it's a bit of a satirical show on uh, the latest news. And they do a fantastic Trump impression. And <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. So uh, yeah, people can see me jogging around the, the the streets with a grin on my face, and yeah, it's lovely. Sometimes even laughing out loud because you know British humor is un- unequaled, <laughs> in my opinion. I love absurd humor. That's great. Yeah, I like it for sure. Um, I guess as we're getting too close, you, you talked about your daily schedule. What's on your daily grind in the upcoming weeks later this year? Well, uh, as I said, I, I'm I'm a copywriter. Um, uh, I, I worked on a beautiful magazine, um, which came on my path, uh, yeah, coincidentally, uh, but it's really taken off. Um, uh, but I like to do other things as well. Uh, as I said, I'm a musician. Um, uh, I do arts. Uh, if you look on my Instagram, you'll, you'll see some caricatures and some, um, drawings of buildings as well, uh, which I love to do occasionally. Um, and I'd like to make some more effort put some more effort in making money from my low Saxon efforts, which, which have been, which has been, um, yeah, voluntarily up until now. It hasn't earned me one penny. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, build up some, some extra revenue from that. So I'm thinking about starting the first online low Saxon, uh, language course, uh, which needs a lot of work. So that's what I'll be working on the coming months. And this actually is the first time I've said that. So, yeah, you have a scoop there. And uh, it really uh, makes me, you know, it, you know, <laughs> it gives me some extra drive to, to actually do it. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah, I love the I love the teaser. We're going to have to get you back on the daily grind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a year from now, there's there's thousands of people speaking low Saxon. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. And you have you have a uh, you're very talented. And you have a, a wide skill set skill set in regards to arts, music, writing, mm-hmm. podcasting. Uh, copywriting etc that's that's really great i feel like each piece or each strength that you have in these areas helps you know compile and you know you can create uh great content um in your different Mm -hmm. mediums that's that's really good fit Mm -hmm. yeah and being a freelancer is really you know uh giving me the opportunity to to think about these things and uh think what do i actually want do i want to be a copywriter for the rest of my life uh well maybe i will but uh it's only a part of me and uh, when I when I made music, people said to me, "Well, you should do you should do more with that." And when I when I did my drawings, people said you should do a little extra with that. And I've actually sold a few of my 
drawings already. So, um, yeah, I got my hopes up. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Keep it, keep it coming. I, I like it. Really, really great stuff there, Martin. Um, do you have a, a word of the day to motivate our listeners out there? Yeah, it's it's actually um, uh, a low Saxon quote, um, and it's "Do wat weet wat kan je toch," and it means "Do whatever you will, do what you will, because people will talk anyway." So, the world, the world is at your feet. Go for it. I like it. I think that's really fitting. And you, you're ending on a really good uh, quote in regards to, you know, do something that you're passionate about and what exactly. you enjoy doing. I think that's really important. That's what we preach here on The Daily Grind. Uh, really great stuff. Uh, Martin, if, they, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, if they want to follow you, um, how, can they, how can they do so? Can you share with us? Uh, I'm all over the internet. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, the only problem is my last name. <laughs> <laughs> which we started off with. So it's fitting we, we come full circle. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, yeah, um, my uh, first podcast is Weltsprache, which is spelled W-E-A-R-L-D-S-P-R-O-A-K-E. So Weltsprache, world speak. Um, and the other one is Vatata, which is W-A-T-A-T-A dot an L from the Netherlands. So, yeah, uh, if you want to reach out, by all means do. Uh, if you want to know more, please contact me because I love that. Definitely. Thank you so much, uh, Martin. We'll for sure put his contact info as well as his podcast info in today's show notes. And uh, just want to say thanks again for tuning in today's episode and a big thank you for Martin uh, for being on our podcast. When it comes to sharing my story, be sure to follow the Daily Grind at KJF Daily Grind on Instagram and me, your host, at Kelly J Lefty on Instagram or Twitter. Make sure to go to our podcast network website, ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com for more content such as You Mad Bro, the Sam Bustle Podcast, and GDP, Goal Driven Professionals. Listen on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson and have a great day. Thank you very much. <laughs>